0: A judge rules that Florida's stand-your-ground law is unconstitutional, but that does little for the fact of what happened years ago with the Trayvon Martin case. Meanwhile, YouTube and VH1 star Stevie Ryan is dead of a suicide at the age of 33, and North Korea tried to get the fireworks started off a little early by firing off a few missiles towards Japan. Those are some of the stories we talked about all day yesterday. Happy Independence Day. Today is July the fourth, two 2017. And welcome to the podcast. My name is Jay Cleveland Payne. I'm your host for the podcast and all things that come through the limelight and the not so limelight at thisistheconversation.com. This is a website where we like to think we're having the best conversations, the best people to have conversations with, which is, of course, the there we're glad that you're joining us for all the conversations what we do all day long is post stories links and other things to some popular things going on either trending stories or sometimes just weird things we think we want to see your opinions on and we send them out to you and you respond to them via uh, replying or or responding or sending out or sharing loving liking however the social media band or go works in whatever one you choose and we take the ones that are the best ones of the day and talk about them. And we take the ones that are the best ones of the week and talk about them on Saturday for the weekly wrap-up. We give you the top ten for the full week and some really big ones so far. And today is only a Tuesday. We don't expect a lot going on today for this Tuesday, so it be a fairly brief one for your Wednesday wrap-up. Today being the 4th of July and not much actual work being done. That doesn't mean news doesn't happen. As it does, we'll do our best to get it in there and talk to you about it. Meanwhile, let's talk about all the things, or a bunch of things, not quite everything we talked about yesterday. Let's open up with what we had in the tease about the Stand Your Ground law. That was essentially the biggest thing to happen on the docket yesterday. Florida judge ruled Monday that the state's updated Stand Your Ground law. This is the newer version. It's been updated since the Trayvon Martin Martin case uh, that required prosecutors to dispute disprove a defendant's self-defense case at pretrial hearings is unconstitutional. And it sets up a showdown that could make its way all the way to the states, the Supreme Court, uh, dealing with that one, of course. Uh, This is a whole matter, big ball of wax in itself. If we go back and just use Trayvon Martin as an example, there have been plenty other examples of these types of laws uh, where they've gone against the people they're there to protect. There are people who have used the stand-your-ground defense and have gone to jail for it when they were actually being attacked. And then we know what happened in that big, mass, crazy trial uh, from about three or four years ago. The Florida court ruled in 2015 to shift the burden to the defendants, requiring them to prove in pre-trial hearings that they were defending themselves in order to avoid prosecution or charges for violent crime. Of course, Rick uh, Scott, the governor, signed it into action pretty quickly. Uh, this was backed by the in the National Rifle Association, who don't have a problem with guns, people holding guns. In fact, saying that people who are standing their ground are using their constitutional right to bear arms and defend themselves. Unfortunately, the court in Florida isn't quite seeing it their way. We'll see how that plays out. The U.S. refugee cap, if you knew we had one, has been hit essentially, at least the one set by Trump. Now. President Obama had a refugee cap, a number of about 85,000 refugees that were taken in from all the craziness, this random craziness in the world, specifically uh, wars that are going on in uh, with around the ISIS-held areas, but just other refugees in general. We've taken refugees from everywhere, various other conflicts, and just political refugees in general. Trump capped that at 50,000, and we've basically hit that mark in less than uh, 200 days. Essentially, we're around 170 days or so. In the President Trump's Presidency And a lot of this is because A lot of the people Being uh, shipped over here As refugees Are essentially us Taking off some of the burden From the European countries As we said early on Or at least President Barack Obama said He'd take on some of those refugees as well. We know the very famous uh, kind of spat between the Australian Prime Minister and President Trump on Trump not taking the refugees that Obama promised that we would, and then him taking essentially most of them. Because the numbers kind of waver and his little uh, initial cutoff number it gets squashed by a lot of different deals going on, we've essentially hit that number that he said initially. Obviously, we'll take in probably 50001 if we need to. A new thing happening with the uh, fall of Mosul, uh, uh, the essential fall of Mosul, is that female ISIS suicide bombers are attacking the Iraqi troops that are in the capital city. This is essentially a last-ditch and very desperate effect, and it's something uh, that you only see desperate people doing, but it's something that in the belief that they have in the system that they're doing for doing everything for God himself and making a caliphate a very religious center for the uh, Islamic State, uh, women, apparently, women and children are offered up as sacrifices for themselves for the cause. Now, that's not so much a, a bad thing in a way of patriotism. We have women on the front lines in our battles now as well. What ha- the issue is suicide bombers, number one, is a, is a cowardly but very, very commonly used practice. And using women, people that you expect that would have no, no right to be there, people you expect to be innocent in the, in the issue, uh, to attack the soldiers is a, a cowardly act. So I'm not sure how the warriors take this thing on. Apparently they're okay with it because now that's happening. Their last ditch of defense in Mosul is essentially women suicide bombers for the ISIS. Teen birth rates in the U.S. hit a record low. Now this is an interesting story that you may not have been keeping up with uh, where teen pregnancies and teen birth is down uh, significantly since the 60s. This is based on a new government study. Now, the birth rate among 15- to 19-year-olds declined by 9% in 2016 compared to 2015, a record low, as we said already. Birth rate was 20.3 births per 1,000 women compared to 22.3 births uh, per 1,000 women the year before. Birth rate for women age tw- 20 to 24 declined as well. 2016, it was 4% fewer births than the age before the year before. Now, there's no real reason on why this is happening, but we do know that total number of births in the U.S. is declining by 1%, so less babies are being born in this nation as well. That's actually a problem around the world, and it's not so much that it's a problem, but it's a trend. People in today's modern times have various reasons to keep from having babies. Birth control, number one, and various needs to not have babies. That's lifestyle. So a lot of people are waiting till older ages to even get married or conceive children. Uh, so by that time, they are, you know, past the age of having many children. Birth control is, it stays in effect so you don't have more than you really think you can handle. And, of course, uh, all the factors going on to programs for younger people to keep them from um, engaging in things that may lead towards the baby thing. So we're not exactly sure what is the real reason. Can't put a pinpoint on one, two, three things that are reason why. But we do know that birth rates in America down by 1%, and the teen birth rate is down significantly, about 3%. A new poll shows that 70% of Americans believe That civility has gotten worse since Donald Trump became president. Now, why is this a really big problem? Well, because we should be more civil, number one. Number two, the president, who is not being civil, should be leading the way and at least pretending to get along with people that he shouldn't get along with. And, of course, saying straight up people he shouldn't get along with aren't the ones he should get along with. Uh, The issue there is... He likes hanging out with the Russians and some of the strong men in some of the bigger capitals in some of the uh, more oppressive nations in the world. He's not so keen on taking care of people here in the United States and really likes basting people who are essentially doing their jobs, whether it's literally doing their jobs or things like the press, whose job is to just ask questions and try to get answers on how the direction of the president and the nation are going. So civility itself has gotten worse because a lot of people have gotten really polarized on President Trump and his actions. Meanwhile, back when President Obama was in, people did think that civility got kind of weird because there was a lot of animosity towards the Obama administration. You can say that was based on who he was, the racism, or maybe the liberal policies. But right now what we're seeing is direct attacks from the man in charge, Donald Trump, who is directly attacking various people, making it hard to be civil when the people who have to defend him, of course, have to kind of step up their game and be an ugly in the process. Viral video star Stevie Ryan, YouTube star and, of course, on VH1, died on July 1st by hanging herself in her home, according to Los Angeles Coroner's official website. She was age 33. Now, of course, she has been a star based on her appearances in YouTube viral videos. Doing impressions of stars on YouTube, which turned into a VH1 series for her. Now, she has been very public in her battle with depression. She has been dealing with it on a serious level for quite some time, and apparently, she was in a, I guess, a funk where she could not work her way out of it right now. One of the things she had, uh, last things that she tweeted on her uh, social media, was a remembrance to her grandfather uh, back on June the 30th, who died recently. It was like apparently, he was a fairly big rock in her support system and for whatever reason she was found hanging in her home on july 1st so we offer up thoughts and prayers to her family and hope that she is feeling much better in a much better place after the ordeal she's gone through with her mental health a taxi drove into a group of oddly enough cab drivers injuring 10 of them at Logan International Airport in East Boston yesterday. The cab drivers, the taxis, guys were essentially sitting in an area in the airport's taxi pool just waiting on fares and things, just kind of hanging out. State police say that none injuries were life-threatening, although one person did go to the hospital, the most serious, a 43-year-old man from Cambridge, uh, to take care of some things. He's in stable condition. Uh, Nine evictors were taken to hospitals for some minor treatments, Um, and basically they were all released on that day. The driver was 56-year-old Lieutenant Klenord of Cambridge. He works for MetroCab, and he's never had any issues whatsoever. We are blaming right now the initial attack, call it attack, the initial problem on a mechanical issue with the actual car. That's what they're saying so far. Investigation will continue into what made this thing happen. Emmanuel Macron had an assassination attempt foiled Already, already being in office just uh, weeks, uh, a few weeks ago, someone decided they were going to take him out. They had a date planned, July the 14th, when he would be inside of a very large event where he'd be out in the public and they were going to take him out. Fortunately, the police there in France found out what was going on, figured out a way to get in the way of everything. And they actually scuttled it a few weeks ago. But telling us about it right now, the fact that Macron, a very popular uh, face in the scene there in, this, in the nation of Paris and growing popular on the world stage, uh, essentially as one of the new foils to Donald Trump. Uh, we'll see probably much, much more of him on the way. But we are finding out that a 20-year-old man suspected of wanting to kill uh, the French president in a very public display arrested about a week ago. And last night, late last night or early their time, since it was already 4th of July essentially uh, in that time, Kim Jong-un decided to shoot off some fireworks very early. To celebrate uh, the fact that they think they are the ultimate power. Now, North Korea claims they have conducted its first successful test of a long range missile that it can reach, quote, that it can, quote, reach anywhere in the world. That's what they say. Uh, they fired off the test missile, which reached the height of about 1,741 uh, miles, 2,800 kilometers, according to uh, Korean Central Television. That's what South Korea saw. Uh, it's the highest one they've gotten off the ground. Whether it would have actually uh, detonated on impact anywhere, who knows? They aimed it towards Japan because that was the nearest um, enemy they could do with a bit of distance. And they're doing this on the eve of 4th of July, essentially 4th of July in their time, to show our man, Mr. Donald Trump, that they mean business. And, of course, it's a few days before the G20 summit happening, uh, starting on Wednesday, I believe, uh, for the big leaders. And so we will see how much of a threat this crazy guy leading North Korea will continue to be uh, in the future. Of course, Donald Trump and the administration have said they are essentially uh, taking off the kid's gloves with North Korea. The fact that North Korea is working on nuclear weapons and does have a pretty large standing army of people who are essentially drones to the emperor, if you will, uh, to the hot supreme ruler and will just kind of go blindly uh what he says and have no reference to anything else. We'll see if all-out war in North Korea is going to happen. Probably not, but what's going to happen to appease this guy because essentially it comes down to uh, a bad kid who wants to play with extra toys who gets some sort of gift to stop playing with the toy we don't want to play with. That's how North Korea works somehow. And those are the stories. That's how the stories work for This Is The Conversation. Those are the big conversations, the biggest ones. We talked through yesterday via social media and our website, and you can help us pick out which ones are more important, which ones are the big ones, and which ones we really are just kind of just putting in there for no good reason. Go to the website, com. Follow us on Facebook at This Is The Conversation, and follow us on Twitter at TH underscore conversation. Those places will see the stories pop up all day long, and you can reply, you can respond, you can share, you can like, or you can do whatever. You can, of course, share it with some friends and get more people in conversation. That would help us out a lot. And we want to share with you a great way to increase your bank account, even though it's not by much, and make sure you know that your opinions really do matter in the grand scheme of things. We have the Conversation Survey Panel, and in the survey panel, we offer up to you paid surveys coming from companies and groups who are looking for your opinions. Uh, one of the biggest problems I had with paid surveys is the fact that I would take a survey or I would take, I'd join a survey co- company and then every time a survey that would come to me that would be valid would happen, I'd have to go through a qualifying survey, which wasn't so much a problem except I'd end up going through essentially three or four qualifying surveys wasting sometimes ten minutes in qualifiers to try to earn maybe a dollar in a survey. Ten minutes for a dollar and not getting that survey is a waste of time, so we don't waste your time. If we think you're good for a survey based on the count, the qualities you already put into the system, we'll send it to you. If you fill out the survey to completion, which they shouldn't be very long in themselves, uh, we will pay you directly via PayPal. It won't be great cash money, but it will be good cash money, if you know what I mean. Check it out by going to thisisaconversation.com slash panel and applying today. And while you're at it, go to the website and check out some of the other great features we have online, including some of our great sponsors that are helping us keep things going on here for this conversational thingamabobber that we like to do. More podcasts coming in the morning. We hope. We'll see how many things we actually get to record or any many things we actually get to talk about in the session of a slow news day, expecting the fourth to be a slowest news day. Hopefully it's not that busy of a day because that means something really crazy may have happened. But we want you to make sure you subscribe to the podcast. You share our podcast links and, of course, our social media links with friends and family. Get them all in the conversation as well. And just be here because you're great, folks. Thank you so much for being a part of all that's going on. For more information on my other projects, check out jcubanpain.net and check us out tomorrow. We will do our best to have another great day of great conversations, but it is a holiday, so don't expect too much on this. We're, we're going to set the car low. Happy 4th of July. Enjoy some fireworks. Enjoy some hot dogs. Maybe a couple of ribs while you're at it. And enjoy yourselves. So we we'll talk to talking again.